everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we are here with some catch-up. It's been a very um, eventful week, I think. A lot of bad things have happened. But we are here to give you the 411 as the cool moms. I think it's so funny that you're like, oh, a lot has happened. A lot of bad stuff. A lot of catch-up news. We'll throw in maybe some happy news, too. Maybe. Anyways, before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. Jordan has gotten me addicted to a game called Clash Quest. Um, Clash Quest is made by Supercell, which is the same company who made Clash of Clans. And it sucks because similar to Candy Crush, yeah, see, I'm being relatable to you, you have a limited amount of lives. But unlike Candy Crush, they won't give you, you can't like win unlimited lives or they won't gift you more lives. Uh, you simply just have to wait. You get 12 lives and they refill every single hour. So I am very constrained about on how often I can play. But I keep checking my phone and I keep hoping that I get more lives. You know you turn into like a real gamer girl in the past like year. <laughs> I blame the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, if you change your date and time, it doesn't work? It doesn't work because... Mm. I re- okay, so I didn't do it because, uh, well, I'm lazy for one. But secondly, because when daylight savings happened, happy daylight savings, everyone, if you live in North America, um, it kept my lives the same, but it like added one. So like it has its own internal clock where it counts every single hour. So even though daylight savings happened, I didn't get like one less life because of the mm. time change i still had the same amount of lives that i would have if i like um didn't play for like 10 hours so that is my theory of why changing my time would not work i also think they're uh, more sophisticated in trying to catch people from doing that because they make money from you buying more lives well candy crush loves me okay they want to treat their people well so maybe consider switching over to candy crush I have been playing Candy Crush Soda as a intermediary intermediary to um, waiting for more lives on Clash Quest. But it's just like not the same. I feel that. I mean, I don't, but I feel you. <laughs> I keep on asking for Christmas for unlimited lives and Jordan keeps on telling me that's not possible. So... I next step is I'm gonna try to get hired f- to this Norwegian company, um, so hire me so I can give myself unlimited lives in the back end, and I can <laughs> play as part of my job. Nice, good update. Thanks. What do you have going on this week? Um, it's been a busy weekend for me. I think. Um, yesterday I introduced Nick to Nick, my boyfriend, to my older brother Hugh for the first time, and they met. Um, well, Nick met my sister-in-law, Sarah, and my nephews, Wibby and Gibby. <laughs> for those who don't remember, my two nephews' names are Kalen and Gibson. And Nick, for the life of him, still can never remember their names. And he knows Gibby for sure because I have a TikTok about him. And then um, he just does not remember the other one's name and just thinks it's Wibby. Um, so they finally met. Uh, I think it went well. We went on a walk and everything. Um I dropped off like some food for Hugh's belated birthday. And then after our walk, my nephews are like, you know, they're little kids. They're like bouncing off the walls and crazy and everything. So you feel like very tired after like an hour with them. Um, but Nick was like, yeah, your, your nephews were like, you know, normal kids. But Hugh and your younger brother, Nikki, are identical. He was like, it's almost like they, not they look, they actually do look very similar. They look similar. They talk very similar. Like their sense of humor is very similar. Like they walk similar. Like almost everything about them is like, is like identical. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. There was a floating feather and it was like, <laughs> I was trying to catch it. Sorry. <laughs> First, when Nick said this, he was like, whoa, you're like a mini. No, he said, Hugh is a mini version of you. And I said, pardon? Back up. What did you say? <laughs> and he said, no, no, no. Sorry. I meant your brother is a mini version of Hugh. That's so funny. I mean, I've said this for years. That Hugh's a mini version of me? No, that Nick <laughs> looks like Nick resembles Hugh in like the way that he looks, but also in the way that like they kind of interact. 
Yeah. Well, we know they're brothers. Yeah. I mean, they look very similar. Yeah, so they do. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. You um, look more like your mom, so I'm assuming they look more like your dad. Actually, no one really looks like my dad. Oh, okay. I think I think I look the most like my dad, actually. But, okay, so I don't know if you're going to let me, but we might put a picture here of your mom when you were younger, when she was younger, sorry, uh, with younger you. And, oh, my God, you look absolutely identical to her, like, when she was around your age. That picture of her was when she was 35, and she had three kids after. So, uh, <laughs> this is not a compliment. <laughs> but you... She looks really young for 35. Wow. I thought she was in her 20s. Nope. That was that little blob in her hand. That was Nikki, my younger brother. And then the little boy next to her is me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I think I, I remember when you first showed me the picture. I was like, oh, uh, that's you, right? Like the blob, referring to the baby. I thought the baby was you. And I thought the bro- like the younger kid was like here or something. And then you're like, no, that's Nikki. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You guys look similar <laughs> when you children. Were babies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, good walk. And then we, yeah, bit, very busy day. We had brunch with my mom and my younger brother and his girlfriend. Then we had, then we met up with my, with Hugh and his family. And then we met up with Nick's and an uncle and cousins and his mom's side of the family. Wow. For dinner. So yeah, big, big family day. Uh, dinner was really good. Sometimes you walk out and you're like, wow, is this what it's like to have, like, a normal, nice, like, nuclear family? Like, like you kind of forget, like, those exist, you know? Like, his everyone's just... divorced. No, not his I mom, wouldn't... but, like, his aunt and oh. uncle. Oh, okay. And, like, their two kids. And I was like, wow, they seem so nice and happy and friendly and, and yeah, wow. Yeah, I think I've seen that, too, with, like, uh, Jordan's, like, specific aunt and uncle that i've seen a few times um they seem very much like a nuclear family yeah and they're pretty well off and i was like wow yeah but it, it'd be nice to grow up in that <laughs> exactly and like both the kids like seem so nice like so so socially okay i guess I don't, yeah. I don't know like i remember always being super awkward at a young age you know and like family gatherings and stuff i was always like mm-hmm. in a corner or like away from people i just like hated socializing also, like, second language socializing is not fun. So oh, always... like, speaking to people in Viet? Yeah, because, like, I've, I'm never, like, super fluent. So, yeah, overall, really good weekend. Um, we had fun. Cut up. I learned a lot about his mom's side of the family. Wanda, what is your beef or crush of the week? Okay. So, my beef is kind of a long-winded beef. But Maggie had a long-winded update, so I feel like it's okay. Um... So what ended up happening is I have, uh, I ran my first study of my PhD, not the one that you did, Maggie, that was for class, but I did another study and it was posted on Reddit and I was so excited for it. You know, when you like just do new things and you're so excited and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get the results that I want. Everything's going to go great. Basically nothing went well. Um, I had issues with posting it. There is like issues with getting it approved. It was just like a clusterfuck nightmare. And finally, when I posted it, I did not get enough responses. Um, And I say that because I did not find any significance in the responses. And I know that there is significance because in research, it is much harder to conclude that there is no um, significance than um, that there is. So now we are running uh, version two of the study. So version two of the study is a little bit different, but for some reason, for the life of me, and it's been two meetings now, I cannot get my two supervisors to understand what my study is about or like how to run the study or the, they're just very confused over the whole study design. Um, I have tried writing it up. I have tried explaining it multiple times and I am now working on um, is a, a decision tree to kind of illustrate my point better. I'm just trying to pull all the things out of my arsenal to try to get them to understand so that they can give me the okay or not okay so I can actually run the study. But today, I mean, as an update to that, we're finally getting somewhere where there is progress being made. It's slow progress, but some progress is being made on this. And... The sad part is, though, when I send them stuff, I'm like, hey, read this for the next, uh, like, I know you don't understand. So, like, read this paper, read, like, my study design. I've written all up for you. And then they forget. And they're like, 
go into the next meeting and they're, hey, I didn't read it. I'm so sorry. Let me try to read it now. And I'm like, well, obviously you're not going to read it now because I need you for other stuff. There's still other discussions to go on. Anyways, I don't blame them because, you know, it's they have a lot of stuff going on, but it's just like, oh, I want to move this along and mm-hmm. you are a roadblock in my way. And I hate when I have to rely on other people to do things. I feel like it's kind of disrespectful to you. Like you put in all this work and they're like, well, sorry, sucker. I'm not going to read it. You're a nerd. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, I don't think they mean it maliciously. I think it's just like, they're just very busy. And then they, some things get uh, lost, I guess you could say. You know, like, that's the thing. I think the biggest thing is trying to like, empathize, I guess, with other people, where not everyone is going to have the same work ethic that you have. And sometimes it's hard, you know, it's very hard to be considerate <laughs> that you, sounds so terrible you tried using um you know like drawings to explain it like i am now play, play a game of that gartic phone <laughs> honestly i am like i have now resorted to trying to draw it out but then even now i'm like well if i draw it out i'm kind of like I'm, i've explained this in the past like i don't know how this drawing is going to illustrate it more but i'm just gonna mm. be like okay whatever um i would explain it to you but oh i, I, I gotta go i'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> wow okay <laughs> I'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, i wasn't going to anyways but i like i see how you're gonna react if I'm kidding. I mean, no, don't explain fine. it here because like someone might steal it and you're trying to get a PhD out of it. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, so that, that's a thing. What about you? What is your beef or crush of the week? Um, I guess I have a crush. Um, so I was telling Wanda about what happened, but basically I was texting my family friend, Christina. We were talking about some um cookies i like some a customer had dropped off some cookies um for her mom um and then her mom gave them to us and then we did not like it and then christina asked for these said cookies and then christina said i'm I'm giving you like unnecessary backstory here but anyways so christina was like uh i don't like carrot cookies and i said what i love carrot cookies and i was typing to her but also i was at work for my mother at her pizza shop And usually I have to pick up the phone when a customer calls. So I did not send my message to Christina to say that I love carrot cookies. Instead, I picked up the phone and I said, hi, my mom's pizza store, may I love you? Instead of saying, hi, pizza store, may I help you? Um, And this was very unfortunate because, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask, may I love you? Like the takeaway here is that I asked for consent and that I was very polite, but, um, yeah, so I quickly was like, oh, sorry, uh, may I help you instead? So anyways, I guess they are my crush of the week. <laughs> so funny. Every time I hear it, I'm like, this is so funny. But like, this is how, this is my peak humor. Like, if you ever had to conceptualize what my humor is, it's when people say the wrong stuff accidentally because like, um, there's like two different thoughts going on um, and it ends up being really funny. It's like when English no good. English yeah. is a tough language and so many things come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my favorite joke of all time is this green text post. And it was when Anon was playing soccer or something and they hit someone in the face with the ball. So they were trying to say, are you okay? And I'm so fucking sorry. But instead, <laughs> instead they said, are you fucking sorry? And this person <laughs> is just crying. <laughs> As they're saying that and it's like it, it is the top best joke i've ever heard in my life apparently i used to laugh about this in high school i think i still laugh about it when i tell it sometimes i can't even get through it because i think it's so funny um someone i know made a similar tweet like from high school they were like oh someone held the door open for me and i tried to say thank you or tried to say thanks but then i was also thinking no problem and then i said no thanks instead was i walked <laughs> through the door <laughs> that's all it takes to get to wanda's heart just just some bad english (laughs) just some 
funny though because it's like imagining the situation of like just walking through a door like being the other person that's holding the door and just hearing no thank you and it's like what did i do you're still walking through the door okay no take back and slam the door back (laughs) yeah just oh it's like oh okay and then just pull the door closed (laughs) tears so funny i can't believe you're actually crying it's so funny i don't know like i don't know what it is about these jokes but they're just like i see it they're pretty good yeah, and I made Maggie tell the story because I thought it was so funny. And I was like, if she's not going to talk about it, I am going to talk about it this week. I mean, I don't love the story. I don't want to go around <laughs> asking people, may I love you? <laughs> I think it's so it's so wholesome. I wish the other, like, the person on the other side responded a little bit better and was just like, okay. And it <laughs> sure. was just such an innocent, nice conversation. And it would have been so nice. You know, you could have made someone stay like that. Yeah. And they would have said, yes, you may love me. I've been waiting my whole life for this. And then I would have been like, oh, sorry, take backs. Mm. Can I amend another beef onto this beef? I, yeah. I have another one I want to talk about. Okay, go for it. Um, You just reminded me. So I had this friend from high school, and I was very close with this person. I don't know if I ever talked about this on the podcast, but we'll call this person B. So <laughs> <laughs> B and I were really close for, like, all of high school. And we had plans one day to hang out um, – this would have been like first or second year of university and we had plans to get sushi i messaged him asked hey like what time are we going um like what's the plan like we, i just wanted to confirm the plan as one does i never heard from him and this was like two hours before we were supposed to go out together and i was like what the heck so i messaged him again nothing messaged him a few more times nothing and he has never spoken to me since so all this time i assumed he was dead because you know, I mean, I didn't actually, but you know, I assumed he was done. But um, Maggie, the other day while she was working, his friend, we'll call him S, came into the pizza store and Maggie decided to drop the f- uh, this fact of, hey, like, do you, what happened to B? Like, why did B ghost Wanda? And uh, S basically said that, oh, I don't know. Let me go ask him and throw you under the bus or something. Or throw Maggie under the bus or throw me under the bus? Me. Okay, throw Maggie under the bus about this. And Maggie, of course, was like, no, 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 no. I'll give you a discount next time for pizza <laughs> if you don't do that. <laughs> Stellar bargaining techniques, by the way. <laughs> Queen of negotiation. I mean, I just didn't want him to like, like, do you want him to like message you and be like, hey, I, no, what's up? I don't. Yeah, I don't see? want like. Well, there's also nothing that he could message me on. That's um, what I'm saying. That's why I was like, I hey, hey, like, don't bring it up to him. Just like, just like, just wondering what he's up to. Like, what happened? That's what. Yeah. That's all I meant to do to S. And then S is like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to message Wanda back. And I said, mm, maybe don't. It's been like eight years. It's all good. No, but, um, so B is not dead, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> You'd rather him be dead? Because it's like, now I hold on to this forever. The fact that, like, I, it's just this unexplained thing that happened to me. And I have no idea, like, why he never contacted me again. So I'm always like, what happened? Like, was it something I did? Was it something on your end? Like, what happened such that you suddenly just stopped messaging me in the middle of the day right before we're supposed to hang out? And this wasn't even, like, we weren't messaging at all that day. He had messaged me, like, an hour prior. So, what up? He was like, I, I, I just want to know. I just want closure. So it's like, if he died, I would have been like, you know what? Okay, understandable. I get it. Um, I get why you didn't respond to me. <laughs> but the fact that you've never reached out to me all these years to explain, like, why you did what you did feels like a little bit shitty and like ill-intentioned. And now I never get closure, and you have robbed me of that. Um. He's living in a different city now. He's doing just fine, apparently. So wonder if he thinks about that moment, too. Let's take a step back here. So you're saying the only reason why someone is allowed to not respond to you is if they're dead. Other than that, you must respond to me. I think, it, okay, so if you have been friends with someone, like very close friends for six years, you were messaging earlier in the day, you 
were had plans to hang out in two hours and then you suddenly just stop replying to them okay like, this is fair. unless some kind of like okay so unless some kind of like tragedy happened that it was just like you couldn't or you like um you just completely forgot about it in the scheme of things completely okay mm-hmm. if you suddenly had died and dropped dead i'd be like oh my god that sucks that's like i understand though but like these are things that are understandable the fact that you just stopped and didn't kind of explain it not not really understandable and i'm angry at that i mean like i don't think about it anymore but when i think like when something brings it like someone or something brings it up like brings up the memory i'm just like mm. i get it yeah it's worse than being ghosted on like a date or something because it's like six years of friendship and it's like i thought we were friends and i guess meant less to you than you meant to me right yeah also i think now that i'm self-reflecting on this i think i was always the one to ghost like (laughs) when you're going to hang out i ghost friends a lot oh i do too (laughs) but i think like i lost a lot of friendships because i ghosted too but also i think it's like i don't think any of your friendships were lost in bad taste i don't think they would have improved your life if you kept them like i think i think i mentioned this before but it was one of those things where i was like why am i putting so much effort into this friendship right now like we're not even that tight like i'm i if i had to choose like my top people to call in an emergency you would not make the list it's your my five (laughs) what is my my space my five this week do you yeah. make the my five? If not, you're dead to me. And I think that's I think that's fair. I think you can have like I mean, like you have your friends, obviously, you're my five, but then you can also have like acquaintances and people like that you see like sometimes or talk to sometimes. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I mean, after COVID and everything, I really don't like hanging out with people who I see like no I don't know. It's just like people I'm like, I really never had anything in common with you. I really like, if I had spare time, I want to hang out with, like, my close friends, my boyfriend, or, like, my family. Like, that's it. I don't really want to waste my... I have, like, very little free time. I don't want to waste it with people who I'm, like, not super close with and who I, like, don't think I would enjoy hanging out with that much. So, yeah. Very, um... Yeah. New new era for me. Okay. Let's get into it. Obviously, we must talk about the most devastating news to happen this week the travis scott concert um this was in a very unfortunate incident uh travis scott was performing in houston texas i believe his astral world performance um some context to travis scott has known to has been known to kind of like incite riots or like incite fans going crazy his fans are actually a little bit crazy full full slander intended um and yeah, he's like a very like insane kind of guy. And like these crowds got so much to the point where there's there's a concept called crowd surging. I don't know if I'm not too familiar with it, but I remember read, like speed reading through it on Reddit. But basically the crowds, like everyone just like pushes forward to the point where like people are kind of trampled, but like that's not how you really die. You're dying because of like you can't breathe anymore and you just like pass out you faint you go through kind of like the worst things and you see like there's like clips circulating of people trying to get the attention of staff um and you hear these horror stories too where it was like security just like quit on the job medics were not properly trained they didn't know what to do like thank god some of the attendees were um, nurses or in the healthcare field um so they knew how to perform cpr but they were just like everyone there was just working was so incompetent that they were the reason for the deaths and live nation like the people who organized the event the promoters travis scott should be sued for this like they are held liable for these deaths um and yeah you see people of the fans too saying to stop the show there's people dying um and in total there were eight people dead i think over 300 people were hospitalized um so pretty insane and i i saw that there were two lawsuits going on actually I think the so in contrast, I guess of there was like another rapper that was there, something Drake, Rice, maybe. Oh no, it wait. wasn't Drake. It was another one, like small time, smaller, I guess. 
because I've never heard of them. Oh, what about him? Um, so basically, he went on and said he's going to donate all of his earnings from the show to the victims of, like, the to the people who died during, like, World, essentially. And contrast that with Travis Scott who, and, I guess, Kylie Jenner, who have only just sent out heartfelt apologies on Instagram, where they have fake crocodile tears. Um, Kylie might tweet out a GoFundMe link <laughs> to fund the uh, families, but that's that's kind of it. Nothing really has, like, happened, I guess, like, action-wise from them. Like, they haven't really, like, yeah, they apologize probably for the publicity of it, but even in the actual moment itself, like, he just kept singing. Um, even as it was happening, he did not stop singing, and this behavior has, as Maggie mentioned, like, it's a thing that he likes to do, I guess. Like, he likes to be the bully. He likes to be aggressive. And there was, like, a previous concert or something where he – there was, like, a cinematographer or something on stage. And he started yelling for this person to get off the stage and yelling, like, homophobic slurs at him or something. Um, which is, like, not cool. This person is just trying to do their job and you are bullying them for what? Like, what did they do to you? It's a power um, trip. Yeah, it, it really, it like, it really is. And it's, like, it just all, like, what this has incited, basically, is that everyone on Reddit is starting to post, like, videos of other uh, famous artists who have, like, stopped singing to make sure that their fans were okay. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Foo Fighters, Billie Eilish, um, Adele, like, all just like oh like i see someone's not doing okay like i'm gonna stop the concert i'm gonna make sure like medics get sent to them and everything so it's like they're like comparing and i guess contrasting like travis scott's behavior to like other artists behavior but i mean we should shame travis scott i'm okay with that like if this incites more travis scott hate um i'm okay with it so i was actually talking to prabby about this because i was like like, maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, he's up there performing. He's on a high. Like, he he can't see, like, what's going on in the crowd and stuff. And probably, like, yeah, he mentioned, like, there's no fucking way. You can't see what's happening. There's so many medics there. Like, so many people were injured. There's people dying in the crowd. There's crowds forming around them. Like, Travis Scott is 100% is liable here. He just, like, he just chose to ignore it while people were dying in front of him. Um, And this just, like, goes to show, like, people choose dollars over humanity and like yeah like like you said all these artists they have millions of fans too they saw what was going on in the crowd they knew when to stop a show travis scott decided not to and he was like fuck it i'm gonna keep performing because my art i'm an artist my art goes on i think it's so funny and i mean like rest in peace to all the victims that were a part of this but um there was a twitter uh post that was like imagine dying to travis scott singing or something <laughs> sure. and it's, it's i'm sorry it's funny but you know yeah, rest I'm in peace sorry. i'm so sorry travis scott is such a bad performer so auto-tuned i do not see i do not see the glory here every time he's featured on a song i get so mad because all he goes is yeah and it's auto-tuned <laughs> Um, so Maggie and I actually went to go see him, like, in Vegas, I guess. Like, not, like, go see him, but it was just, like, there was not much happening that night, I guess. And he was performing in our hotel. And, of course, being girls in Vegas, we got in for free anyways. So I we didn't really contribute anything to him, which I'm happy about. Um, but he was supposed to go on, I guess, around, like, 12, like, 1-ish. Um, it was, like... It, like, got busy. Like, it was busy throughout the night. And then as it was closer to his performance time, it got even busier. It actually got so busy that um, security had to come in and control the front of the stage, I guess, where he'd be performing. Um, we were squished multiple times. Like, it was, like, hard to, like, breathe. It was hard to move around. Um, it was just, like, a very dangerous situation. Um, so we ended up just leaving because we we're like, you know what? Like, this ain't worth it. We don't even like him. Yeah. Um, so we kind, kind of, of expected this to happen. I mean, we didn't expect it, but, like, when we heard it, we were like, not... Not super surprised Surprise. that it was a Travis Scott. 
Yeah. It was like the always the ones that you most expect. <laughs> and actually, I told Prabi this too, and he said the exact same thing happened to Oshiega. Like people, he was like encouraging people to like jump, I guess, or like jump closer to the stage. And he just said like crowd literally like rushed forward. And he, I think he was at Oshiega. And then he just like stepped back. He's like, his fans are like fucking insane. Like, Travis Scott was insane. I just did not like his performance. I had to like stay back to make sure like I wasn't hurt. Yeah. And he likes inciting violence or like aggression. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he likes to do for his concerts and stuff. And it's like, why? It's not like your music is like edgy or like, um, it's like, auto tune. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like pop. It's like pop like pop maybe rap music but it's not really like something that is like oh i'm going to get like aggressive and violent metal does this like uh screamo metal they have like mosh pits and stuff and like yeah sometimes people get like hurt but like most of the time they're actually still like pretty safe and um they have properly trained medics and people like make sure other people are okay and it's just like it can be done safely (laughs) He just chose not to. So I'm reading about the Travis Scott thing, and he was arrested twice before for inciting violence at his concerts. Um, but I wonder exactly what he does. His voice. His voice incites violence. They're like, ah, the auto make it stop. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be like this live. He sounds so much better <laughs> on the oh, radio. He was telling fans to come over the barricades. Oh, my God. Like, the barricades are there for a reason, sir. Like, do you not, does he not care for himself or like his, like, I have no idea. People on stage, I guess, because it's like, what is over the barricade? It's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he played one song and then began telling fans to come over the barricades. Due to security's quick response, the situation was rem- remediated immediately and no fans were injured. The performer fled the scene and was taken into custody a short while later. <laughs> hey, guys, cover the barricade. All right, gotta go. <laughs> I hope that was like the end of the concert and not the beginning. <laughs> like he played one song. He's like, gotta go. <laughs> That's so funny. Bad, but also funny. Um, wow. He encouraged the stage. Okay, so. He incited a riot, disorderly conduct, endangered the welfare of a minor after encouraging the crowd to rush the stage and bypass security protocols set up to ensure the safety of audience members. Holy shit. It's always the ones you most suspect. Yeah. Jesus. Celebrities not bathing or washing their children. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you want to explain this one? Um, so Maggie actually sent me some, I guess, TikTok stills or screenshots from TikTok, basically, that um, celebrities say that they don't shower regularly. Like one was Jake Gyllenhaal was like, I don't shower. Like I shower every week or something. Um, another was like, what's his name? He's from Teen Wolf. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien, who was like, oh, I didn't shower for a month to get into a role for, like, a Taylor Swift music video. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let's back up. Okay, she casted Dylan O'Brien. Okay, so the song All Too Well is allegedly about Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal? I don't know. But the song is basically about when they were dating. Jake Gyllenhaal was 30. Taylor Swift was 19 at the time. Yeah, so Dylan O'Brien in real life is 30. And the girl they cast in the All Too Well music video is 19. So they're like, oh, Taylor Swift, what are we doing? Sneaky. So that's why Dylan O'Brien was like, I didn't shower for a month to prep for this. Oh, okay. So it's not actually he doesn't shower. Yeah, it was just to prep for this music video. So gross. everyone thinks it's like a shady thing. I I love that. Um, also gross. Gross Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, also, why a month of... Uh, I don't. I don't think I don't he. No, he didn't have to, to go that long. Maybe he was like, "Damn it, I look so clean even after two weeks. I need to go for the really gross manly look." Um, but this basically triggered a, I guess, thought or brain blast. I guess you could say where I was watching this video on BuzzFeed of it's called Mom in Progress, and even though I'm never going to probably be a mother, it's a really good uh, YouTube series short kind of thing. And she was trying different parenting techniques from like celebrities. And one of the parenting techniques was not bathing your kids every single day or even bathing them every other day. 
And this was uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's way of parenting, I guess. I'm not really sure what the benefits of it are, um, but it kind of relates to this whole not showering thing. Okay, like I understand, like not washing your hair for a, like a few, like a week or so, fine. Not showering though. I have not, like there are times where I have not showered for like maybe one or two days and you can smell it on me and it is not a good smell and i don't know how they live with that especially with kids who are tend to be messy and um dirty um they also probably do not have like i make a conscious choice to be like oh i don't need to shower but them kind of like forcing this choice on their child is kind of like it makes me a little bit uncomfortable in that sense because it's like what benefit does this have um is this child abuse? <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I don't want to judge because, you know, being parents is difficult. So maybe they're just like, I, I literally cannot shower my kid every single day. It's just so much work. There's two of them. Hanging out with my nephews for like an hour will tire me. So like, I guess maybe they don't, they didn't plan to not to do this. They're just like based on time and everything. I'll just shower them tomorrow or bathe yeah, them tomorrow. Yeah, but it's actively preach it now, though. And it's like, I don't think they just, like, skip one day or something. I think it's just like, oh, well, like, wash them when they start to, like, smell or when they're dirty or something. And it's like, okay, yeah, I guess we grew up in, like, or, like, back in the day, there was, like, no showers and nothing. And people still survived. But, you know, like we have so many luxuries now and i don't remember i don't remember the reasoning why they decided to do that but like i can't no reasoning to me is good enough and i think the outcome of the video she was like yeah i just couldn't do it um they smell <laughs> <laughs> that's funny even at the end of the day i get i feel like so antsy and like itchy when i don't shower but maybe it's yeah. just i'm conditioned to think that I just smell like sometimes it's just like I just don't smell as like I don't smell good and it's like oh I don't want to be around me and because <laughs> like they always say that when you can smell yourself it means that other people can really smell you yeah I think if I lived alone yeah maybe I know there were times in high school where I was like hmm how do I politely tell people that they smell I wonder how they don't smell yeah I I think it's like it gets to a point where you're just used to it because there's definitely been a lot of times where I'm like Oh, God, you smell. Even outside of high school. Even in my day-to-day -day life now. You I don't tell them. You would tell me if I smell? Yeah, I would tell you. Thank you. I think the worst is, like, when you try to cover up BO smells with perfume, and it's just, like, the mixture yeah. of perfume and BO is just not good. Yeah, planes. Wait, are you saying <sighs> you as in me or general you? General, royal you. Okay. <laughs> Maggie, when you have BO and you cover yourself in perfume, it does not smell good. I don't think I've ever smelled like a perfume on you. I've only ever smelled like the beach bomb, like body lotion smell nice. on you. Keeps me moisturized and smells nice. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why it's always the richest people who um, do the least. <laughs> Is this yeah. a privilege? Is this like a, like a, money thing yeah you know what? it's like that whole thing where it's like rich people will pay for like to do what poor people do it's like that oh yeah yeah okay i got that moving on <laughs> next one valkyrie's facial skincare um I, I feel like you know more about this than i do i used to, okay so i'm gonna give as much I know and then you can fill in anything that um you know that I didn't cover so Valkyrie is a famous uh Twitch streamer she got popular off of Among Us um in case you don't know her she has recently in the last month few weeks partnered with the skincare brand and the skincare brand says it uses like UV lights or something or um like specific magic mumbo jumbo that uh is supposed to help make the skin better and all they say is like oh it's research backed 
And she also says, oh, it's research backed, but no one has seen the research. So she has been promoting this product, the product that she also considers like her partnership product, I guess, like she had a role to play in it or something. It's probably just like a marketing PR term, though. And people are, well, people got really angry at her because they're like, okay, like, what's the science in this? Like, this just looks like this feels like snake oil. Um, I like, we don't actually think any of this works. And, but instead of kind of distancing herself from the company or saying like, yeah, like, let me show you the research kind of thing. Or like, this is what they told me. She basically doubled down and was like, no, this works. Trust me. Buy it. It works. Um, so then Twitter and Twitch got very angry at her and she just kept digging the hole deeper for her. She was, uh, also like she appeared on a pod or another Twitch streamers, um, I guess like another, like where he was interviewing her and trying to help her out of this hole, but she just kept on like doubling down and being like, oh, it's legit. Like it's helped like so much already and stuff. And now more things are coming out about her that she's actually like holds some really controversial opinions. Like her and her husband or boyfriend might be anti-vaxxers. Um, they might be like huge conspiracy theorists. Like they like, yeah. So there's like some stuff that are like coming about her that like is a little bit like alarming now and now people don't like her as much but i think she still has like somewhat of a platform like she was like great she was very brand friendly now like because of all of this um it's kind of she's kind of shot herself in the foot wait i had no idea she was anti-vax wow her and her boyfriend who she got back together with right yeah, like, he, ooh, there's, like, he's definitely, he said some stuff on Instagram to, like, very much, like, hint that he was anti-vax. Yes. We're not so sure about her, but it's, like, hmm. People you associate yourself with. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's hard, it's hard to believe that, like, you can like someone and they um, don't kind of share the same fundamental beliefs as you, I guess. I think being anti-vax is, like, a deal breaker. I think so too. That is one yeah. of my deal breakers as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had no idea about the anti-vax stuff. Um, I feel like um, people were being like way too generous to her, like very nice to her after all this blew up. Like you're right. They, everyone gave her like so many opportunities. She's like a very powerful person. She has a legal team. She has finance people, whatever it is to look over the small print to actually do their research and make sure that her partnerships and sponsorships are legitimate. And like, this is just like one of the reasons why you need to invest in a good legal team. This is really great marketing for that actually. Um, and I know Toast was saying too, that he's her friend. He supports her. Um, she was very naive. She trusted someone she shouldn't have and like she should 100% be responsible for it, but she doesn't deserve, I guess the backlash that she's getting like the very negative backlash yeah i mean the other side of it is that like she is like small i guess in the scheme of things like she might have been held to a contract um when she like doubled down on everything so like she couldn't maybe couldn't have said anything negative about the company anyways uh, like or she'll be like sued for like slander and stuff but also at the same time it's kind of like do your research like this is what like you have like a legal team for um it, it's hard to like for these things where it's like there's so many just like bs claims about what's like in the product and how like powerful and magical mm -hmm. the product is like you like, like alarm bells should probably go off in your head like common sense kind of stuff and it's like that's what i don't like yeah i think she is getting a lot of hate for it but also she is a platform like people look up to her and like people like buy things because of her and if this is like um, like you kind of have to hold yourself to like a higher standard because of that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it does suck though. Cause a lot of her fans are like minors. You yeah. Know, like they're, they're young demographic. And I also want to bring up my personal beef. I was telling my brother about this whole thing and he was like, Oh, that sounds like a legitimate thing. Like, yeah, you need skincare for like blue light and stuff. You know, I said, what, this sounds legitimate to you. And he said, well, computers haven't been around that much for us to back up on this research. And I said, what are you talking about? Like, are you stupid? So Valkyrie, you have influenced my brother. 
Also, your brother believes a lot of stuff, so. <laughs> he believes a lot of stupid things. Yeah. I guess it's, like, some people just don't. And that's, okay, so if your brother was, like, a viewer and, like, really loved Valkyrie and believed everything that Valkyrie said, like, he probably would have bought the product. And it was an expensive yeah. product. And that's not great. Like, yeah. yes, your brother's not a minor, so it's, like, more okay in the sense, like, he's an adult. He should be able to make his own decisions. But, like, you haven't. You only have to be, like, 13, 14 to be on Twitch, so... Yikes. I think she's getting a lot of backlash for it, but at the same time, like, I think she deserves some of it, and I hope she takes this opportunity to learn and not do similar things in the future. Yeah. Um, expensive lesson. Very expensive lesson. It, it kind of yeah. sucks, though, that, like, she... Yeah, she was literally everywhere. Like, she did a collab with MGK. She was in Bella Porch's two music videos. Um, like, artists were writing songs about her. Um, yeah, she was literally like, riding the coattails of, of fame, of internet fame. And it kind of yeah. sucks. And, like, like it's all going to go spiraling downhill. Yeah. And brands are going to avoid her for, like, at least a little bit just because mm -hmm. of, um, like, this controversy. I mean, like, she might bounce back. PewDiePie is still popular, and he's had lots of controversy throughout his YouTube career. Yes, you're right. A lot of controversy. I think, yeah, you can learn your lesson from it, I think. And yeah. these mistakes do not define you. They oh, will so be a mark on your Wikipedia page. But <laughs> for that, you cannot avoid. Moving on to the next thing. Um this is like, it's going to be short, but uh, Jeff Bezos and Leonardo DiCaprio. Maggie. Love it. Um, there's a viral video going around of Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio talking to Jeff Bezos and his lovely girlfriend um, at a party. And it looks like his girlfriend is like swooning over Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, Leo's got away with the ladies. He's like charming her up. And Jeff Bezos is just like there, just like watching them. And then Jeff Bezos... Um, he replied to that video with a tweet of his own, and it said, um, Leo, come over here. I want to show you something. And it's a picture of Jeff Bezos at, in a forest with a sign that says, Danger, steep cliff, fatal drop. Uh, Jeff Bezos makes death threat to Leonardo DiCaprio. That is the headline here. Firstly, uh, Lauren Sanchez, I think, is, is uh, Jeff Bezos' girlfriend's name. She is way too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. She is also not a blonde, which is... Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, his um, girlfriend right now is brunette. Oh, okay, never mind. She's just too old. She is about half, double the age that um, Leonardo normally dates. Yeah, I think the age he starts dumping people is 24, 25. We're, we're too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, we're also far from his type. He His type is like white, blonde girls. Yeah, and I mean, and that too. Our fatal flaw here. Yeah. <laughs> um but i was looking them up and uh i realized that jeff bezos and his ex-wife um mackenzie scott both have a type and jeff bezos's type is brunettes um with very uh i guess like fine jaw lines and then mackenzie scott's type is bald men yeah <laughs> and i thought that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious I wonder if Jeff was bald when they started dating. No, he wasn't. He had a little bit of hair, but it was, like, pretty sparse. She probably, like, enabled it. She was like, hey, babe, you know what would look, like, really hot if you, like, shaved your head completely? <laughs> Honestly, it w it's definitely an improvement. He looks way better now. Wow. Wait, I'm going to look this up. He looked what he looked like with hair? Yeah. Jeff Bezos with hair. That's so funny. Oh, I do not know this man. <laughs> right? Like, he... he was balding on top. Yeah, it's like that awkward thing with, like, the huge forehead and, like, hair on the top, hair on the sides kind of thing. Yeah. This is a different man. Yeah. He looks much better now. Yeah. The shaved head was a, was a good thing. To, yeah. Was a good thing. And the, and the billions of dollars he has and probably invested in, like, good skincare, good Botox. Yeah. You would think you would look a little bit more attractive, you know, with all the money that he has. Same with Elon Musk. He has really let himself go. I feel like Botox, maybe Elon Musk, like, rejects Botox. He's also kind of getting fat. But I guess, like, 
he's still the CEO of his company. So I guess like that is probably a lot of hard work. Um, Jeff Bezos has retired. So Jeff Bezos retired. Well, like he stepped down as the CEO of Amazon. Interesting. So he is quote unquote retired. So I'm expecting to see um, big daddy Jeff Bezos come out in the next (laughs) few years. Live in his hot girl summer. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm expecting. Can't wait. Oh, you have so much time on your hands. Yeah. I bet that super yacht that you just bought has a gym on it. It's going to get in so much shape. It's going to be so hot. Just you wait, Mackenzie. Yeah, this is the revenge bod, like, <laughs> two years later. <laughs> yeah. Three years later? I don't know. This was nice. This was nice. Nice catch-up episode. Yeah. Lots of um, some good news, some bad news. Um, you know, Leonardo might be dead in the next coming weeks. <laughs> Mysterious suicide. By Jeff Bezos. <laughs> By Jeff Bezos. I mean, he but has it- the he has the uh, means to kill him. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I yeah. see. Like he has so much money that he can just get away with it too. Yeah, and everyone would be like, "Who's Leo?" Okay. Jeff is a new Leo, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Like Jeff Bezos replaces Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no one asks any questions. Leonardo DiCaprio becomes a new Amazon catalog. <laughs> Ship Leo to your house for a rental. Amazon oh Prime it tomorrow. That'd be cool. <laughs> Leo's in I your mean, house, I mean, like I mean like slavery, but cool. <laughs> Leo's there like, so what do you want me to do? I can act, I can like sing, I can dance. I want you to clean the toilets. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, majority of it is gonna be like sex stuff. This feels this feels like prostitution. Amazon is now <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> I mean it's only it's only like it's only time, you know, like you know, futuristic um Amazon is just gonna be prostitution. You're right. Learn, overcome, adapt. <laughs> You're right. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us for another another episode. Go follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Go listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts and go watch us on YouTube for the full effect. Maggie, stop doing a heart. <laughs> it never works out. <laughs> uh, and join us again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.